Hello. Welcome back into the podcast. Dodge into the ravine. It is your host, Young Stud, accompanied by my co host today and Jacob. Jacob, uh, lots to talk about here on the podcast. So, of course, we attended a couple of games there uh, versus the Twins. Phenomenal game on Monday night. Um, lots to talk about, lots to get into. Before we do, how's it going? Everything is going pretty well. Everything's been a little more on the positive side. Everything's, I feel like everything was going my way today. I got a got a little special something I'll say later on in the podcast. But you know, I'm I'm feeling really good despite that Dodgers lost, and uh, uh, you know, I'm ready for the series win tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I'm just you know, I don't like the Twins. I don't like Carlos Correa to be specific. So I'm really hoping they get the series win. Yeah, you were really doubling down there on uh, Carlos Correa. Oh, uh, I mean, you should have seen me tonight. <laughs> you should have seen me tonight. <laughs> you were you were in the outfield, right? I was in section twenty four, right behind their dugout again. Oh, really? Yeah, there were four seats available that were pretty much there the entirety of the game. I did not move at all. Huh. So. Uh... He, he definitely heard you again, I'm guessing. Oh, dude, he he knew it was me. He was – I'm sure he's thinking in his head, like, damn, the same Dodger fan keeps on, like, he's here back-to-back nights. Like, what the hell? Like, I'm honestly thinking I should just go tomorrow just to scare him. Hey, I'm back, Correa. You suck. You know what? That would be the worst idea. Um, you will not see Carlos Correa again in a couple of years. I don't think the Twins and Dodgers are going to – play the world series so he'll be back here in a couple of years um i'm sure he's looking forward to it already but uh, monday night the dodgers and the twins went at it of course like i said we were there for mookie bet's bobblehead night um again I, i don't go to many bobblehead games as often as i used to it's just because the prices are so crazy now again the dodgers i think on average if they're not the top, they're like one of the top five teams in average ticket price, if not the top team. So Dodger tickets already are expensive as it is, and bobblehead nights just drive up that cost. Yeah, some bobblehead nights, you're looking, you know, anywhere from 50 to $60 a ticket. And, you know, that's that's crazy. If you consider if you're going out to buy food or if you have to pay for parking, you know, you're already spending $100 that night. And ticket prices, you know, they have been going up this year, which is weird because, you know, you think they would be in like a, a rebuild mode with the ticket pricing, but they're really not. Yeah, they're not. And I thought we could potentially be heading for, you know, lower prices maybe, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I would rather still win and have high prices and suck and, you know, have $2 tickets like the Angels, right? So uh, you, you get what you pay for. Uh, Monday night, the Dodgers, just an incredible game. Um, early game of the year candidate for sure in, in baseball in general. 8-7 uh, to seven victory for the Los Angeles Dodgers on, on Monday night. Uh, like I said, early game of the year candidate. Uh, three stars of the game, Max Muncy. Max Muncy, three for five with a couple of home runs uh, in his first two at-bats. And I was hoping that, you know, he, he could potentially get at least three and maybe even four, you know, witness some history there. Uh, with the four home run game, he was on. He was on a good pace, uh, and like I said to you, I said Max Muncy always homers when I come. Like not every single game, but 
go back and look at my game vlogs, good chance you're going to see Max Muthy home run. So, I mean, he likes to hit home runs when I'm in the ballpark, despite me uh, not being uh, the biggest believer in him. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say the uh, the last game you went to, you know, he, he made up for it by hitting the two. Yeah, he, uh, he made up for it by hitting the two. I, again, that this Dodger team is... Is is pretty good right now. I think twenty seven and sixteen is better than we could have expected. I I don't know. I didn't do the you know entire prediction schedule. You know, map out each and every game what they're gonna win. I predicted this team to win. I think it was ninety five uh, before the season began. So they're kind of on that sort of pace, even a little better than that. But um, yeah, Max Muncy three for five, a couple home runs, a walk, three RBIs, two runs scored. Will Smith. Also let off the game with a home run in the first inning. Uh, two for six himself with a home run, two RBIs, and three runs scored. Uh, Will Smith had a pretty good game. Uh, and Phil Bickford. Phil Bickford. Yep. Bickford. Uh, you know, he's a pretty hot topic uh, between the Dodger fan base. Like, really good in 21, really bad in 22. So far, doing, uh, doing all right in 2023. Yeah, he's no, he's not at his twenty twenty one form, but he's definitely not at his twenty twenty two form. So he's he's like right in the middle. Yeah, Phil Bickford. So Noah Syndergaard uh, got the start, and I was kind of shocked that he obviously got the start. You know, his last start in Milwaukee was after one inning because of blisters, and, and five days later he's ready to go versus the Twins. And uh, you know, I thought he had his own out there. Uh, I thought he had his own. Uh, he wasn't spectacular. He wasn't bad. Again, that's a pretty standard middle of the ro- middle of the rotation kind of start. And uh, you know, four innings. Again, you would have liked to see him go longer. I didn't see anything on you know, why he came out. I'm guessing he came out because that's what the Dodgers wanted to come out. I don't know if it was a 60 pitch limit. Again, I didn't hear anything about a limit or whatever. I guess Dave Roberts just thought that was the best time to pull. Yeah, when uh, I remember at that game, you know, after four innings, he was gone, and I, w- I was questioning it myself too. And the only thing that I could think of it could have been was his finger. You know, maybe it started irritating him again. Maybe you know some ooze was coming out, started bleeding, or you know maybe some more skin rip. But sixty pitches through four innings—that's not bad. That's pretty ideal. So that was I—I I wanted him. I wanted him to see a. Uh, I wanted him to go to fifth inning just so he could have the chance at getting the win. But, you know, the, the way that game went, there was no – it was pretty much would have been undecided. But, yeah, uh, I believe Syndergaard also had four or five strikeouts in those four innings. So, yeah, he, he had a really good outing for himself. Yeah, uh, I would like to see him go five as well against 60 pitches. He could easily <laughs> go five innings at that point. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing it was either a team or sitting guard himself asked to get out. That's that. That's that. Uh, we'll see if he makes his next start. Uh, but the Dodger bullpen did come in to relief, and uh, before the game, uh, I did call a walk off win. Um, I know you're pretty, pretty crazy about that, but uh, I did call a walk. I did call a walk off win. I was just feeling it, and you know, in the air, and. Uh, they sure enough walked off. It, it took quite the uh, the turn to get there, but um, the Dodgers did end up walking off in 12 innings. Uh, again, though, the Dodgers were in front of most of this game. 
uh, in the eighth inning, they were up by three runs. All of a sudden, you blink, and it's a tie game. Uh, I believe it was Trevor Larnock um, hit a three-run homer in the eighth off of N.T. Almonte, who again, N.T. Almonte, I mean, he's really disappointed me this year. I had high hopes for this guy coming into the season, and he's just really not been himself at all. Like, he's just really not been that great. Concerning, you know, into October, like, can you really trust that guy to get outs in high leverage spots? I don't know if he can. Um, but, yeah, he gives up a, a three-run shot to Trevor Larnock, and they tied a game. All of a sudden, it's 6-6, six to six, and the Dodgers came right back in the eighth inning, and uh, David Prado with a two-out uh, double after a Miguel Vargas two-out double. Drives in uh, Vargas to give the Dodgers the lead, 7-6. to six. And then uh, Evan Phillips. Evan Phillips with a blown save in the ninth inning, and nobody really talking about that all that much on the social media from what I've seen. Um, not really getting on him for that. I'm, I'm not going to get on for that either. You know, he's been pretty solid, so I'm not going to you know, rip him too much there. Carlos Correa, draw a walk with one out. Uh, he was pinch ran for Michael Ray Taylor, who is a really fast runner. Byron Buxton drove him in. Uh, by the way, 115 miles per hour off the bat of Byron Buxton. Uh, that double got all the way to the wall and scored Michael A. Taylor in the ninth inning. So, overall, I mean, you, you saw the game. You were there. Pretty back-and-forth game. Walled game. Just a bunch of uh, – I'm pretty sure the probability, you know, chart was, like, up and down. Like, uh, Dodgers have a good chance and the Twins come right back. And I don't know if you've seen the, the probability charts of winning, um, but I'm pretty sure it was going crazy. I've I've seen like probability charts like here and there. They can always just fluctuate up and down like based off of one hit or something. Yeah, you know? just throughout the game. Yeah. So but, uh, there was there was something I was gonna mention that you you were just talking about and it just left my mind. Um, oh, that Carlos Correa walk. That's what it was. Um, I didn't watch any replays of that walk, but I read a lot that said that that umpire missed that call and that it should have been a strike three call. I don't know if you heard anything about that, but have you? I have heard a – well, I, I did hear a lot about the umpire, who was Phil Cuzzy. Yeah. Um, a lot of fans were not happy with him, uh, especially Twins fans. I, I believe it was – it made, like, headlines. Um, the 10th inning at bat with Trevor Larnock, he got, like, absolutely ripped, like, missed a couple of calls that were balls, and they, he called them strikes for the Dodgers. So I will take mm-hmm. him, but – uh, yeah, he wasn't good apparently on uh, on TV, according to some fans. You know, it's kind of hard to tell when you're at the ballpark, especially when you're at a certain angle. It's really tough to tell. But yeah, it is. Um, you know, we'll take the calls as the Dodgers did end up winning. Um, Jorge Polanco had a pretty good pretty good night himself. <sighs> uh, three for five with a home run, a double, a walk, RBI, three runs, a stolen base. Like he came to play. Uh, Polanco, pretty good player for the Twins. He's been there for a long time, and he's been ravaged by injuries. But uh, overall, I guess your kind of quick thoughts here on the on the Twins team and can this team be a playoff team? Right now, they're first place in the AL Central, but everybody knows how mid and how you know just mediocre the AL Central is. So, like, do I think the Twins got lucky on? Tuesday night's game, yes. But on Monday night's game, did they prove that they're a good team? Absolutely, yeah. I I can um, you know this Twins team is 
they're all around. They're they're pretty good. They they have a nice bullpen. They have good hitters with with power. They have good defense. Um, you know, the only thing I really see with them is just you know starting pitching. You know, they have Joe Ryan. They just traded for Pablo Lopez and extended him. Their starter on Tuesday night did pretty well as well. So I I can see maybe the Twins pushing it to a division series, but I don't. There's no World Series contention for them. Yeah, you know what? I think their pitching is probably their their stronghold of the team, especially the bullpen. They have some good arms down there. Um, starting pitching isn't bad on the, itself. I think starting pitching is pretty good. Uh, you saw Bailey Ober tonight. Bailey Ober, pretty tall guy, and uh, you know, yeah, he looked pretty good. He's very tall. Um, no, yeah, he uh, he threw a hundred and two pitches through. I think he went a full six innings and. I remember looking at the board and I was like, "Oh damn, like he's at 101 pitches." And then I think he struck out the the last batter of that inning. And then that was his night. Yeah, I didn't even know he threw 102 pitches, but shout out to him throwing 102 yeah. pitches. Like that's that's salute to him. So, uh he shut the Dodgers down on Tuesday, but overall, I, we did see Pablo Lopez uh, acquired from Miami. Like I said, they have a pretty good rotation. You're going to see their ace tomorrow on Sunny Gray or today whenever you maybe the Yesterday, whenever you're hearing this, Sonny Gray is going to go on Wednesday, the MLB leader in ERA. Uh, so their rotation is pretty right. good. I, I think their their weakness is their offense. Uh, of course, they could put some runs on the board, but I think overall, if they really want to be serious about you know being a championship team, making a, a run into October, they're going to have to add a bat or two. Um, just just for complimentary reasons, they're going to need a bat, I believe. So. Uh, but yeah, this Twins team isn't bad. Uh, great jerseys, by the way. I do like their jerseys a lot. Uh, look pretty good out there. And uh, to wrap up the Monday game, Trace Thompson with the walk off walk. Of course, before that walk off walk, I think it was oh, in the 10th inning, uh, he was picked off after he <laughs> pinch ran for, or he pinch ran and he was picked off like immediately it was, after. Yeah, it was like. Literally, like, not even two to three minutes later, he was picked off. And it was like, I, I, I was furious at him. I was making comments about the Warriors being bad. I was I was letting him hear it that night. Yeah. Uh, but that's the beauty of baseball. Like, guess what? He made the worst play of the night, and then he made the best play of the night. Like, that's how yeah, great baseball not is. Uh, yeah, he didn't swing the bat, I don't believe. Unless he did. I don't know. He did. Either way, he didn't make oh, much contact. Yeah, no, I say he didn't. He didn't swing at that ball four pitch, which would have you know ended the game. Yeah, but he did. He did swing the bat a couple times. Um. Yeah, he did swing the bat a couple times, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and and that two two pitch, I think was a slider down and away. Really good take. I said it right right when I saw it. that's a really good take there. That's it. That's a great pitch, uh, by Lopez, I believe, Jorge Lopez. And he took that, and then three two was not even close, and then another good take there on uh three two, and and he walked in, uh the winning run to win the game for the Dodgers eight to seven in twelve innings, just an unbelievable game, uh really just a great baseball game from start to finish. I saw a lot of like uh like TikTok, like there's like a couple of posts about it too, like how good that game was by like content creators. So it was a really good game. Uh, people noticed it, you know. And we were lucky enough to be there. Yeah, it was, um, you know, props to the Twins for that game. You know, they played, like you said, it was a great baseball game. They played 
excellent baseball throughout both sides. You know, their bullpen came in, was solid. Uh, you know, we ultimately just, you know, they, they ultimately gave it to us. But, yeah, that, that game right there, you know, 12 innings of just back-and-forth action, you know. Dodgers Dodgers used Phil Bickford for three innings straight. And, yeah, like it's that, that's a, it's a really memorable game, not just for us Dodger fans and for us being that we were there, but just all of baseball, you know, they're – that's a game. That's a that's a highlight of a game right there. Yeah, like I said, early game of the year candidate potentially, yep. and um, great win. Uh, to cap it off, we got two gamers, two game used baseballs. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, two game used baseballs. I I thought the first one was from, um, no, actually, no, was it two? Yeah, two two game used baseballs, and then I got two during BP. Yeah, so uh, just a great night to be at the ballpark. Um, the next night, Tuesday night, it was Kershaw Day at Chavez Ravine. Unfortunately for the Dodgers, they would not pick up the win. Uh, instead, they would lose 5-1. to one. And that loss, if you did not know this, it snapped a 10-game home winning streak that they were on and an 11-game win streak versus the Twins. Wow, eleven games versus the Twins. Yep, so we've swept them. them. So we've swept like the past three series versus them, three, four series. That's right. That's crazy. I know. I, I did hear something after the game from a fan that was just like in the parking lot. It was like, "Don't worry about it, guys." Like we uh all. I think he said something about like a eight game win streak coming to the end, but. Yeah, just just because of that little comment right there, like I knew they were on a win streak, but I didn't know it was this big. Yeah, I didn't know either. Uh, I I mean, honestly, it caught me by surprise. But uh, the Dodgers have played well versus the Twins apparently over the last number of years, and uh, tonight they finally the Twins finally snapped that streak, uh, getting one versus LA. Uh, Bailey Ober, six innings pitched. Uh, he got the win, six hits, one earned run, six strikeouts. Uh, Kyle Farmer, Kyle Farmer, uh, hitting cleanup for the Twins. Uh, of course, the ex-Dodger uh, went to four to nine with the home run, the big home run. It really put the game kind of out of reach there in the ninth inning. A walk, three RBIs, and a run scored. And Byron Buxton, two for four with a double, a walk, two runs, and two stolen bags. I guess we can't be too shocked because guess what? Will Smith was not in the lineup. And when Will Smith is not in the lineup, the Dodgers tend to not do as well. Yeah, that's just something that's – it's really it's, – it's Austin Barnes' productivity at the plate. It's just he – had, he had one hit in the ninth inning with two outs, and that was pretty much it. Like his he's, – he's probably like – how am I trying to word this? I'm, I I don't want to say he's, like, the best catcher we will ever have, but, like, he's one of the best catchers that the Dodgers will ever have. And because of his hitting, like, it does negatively affect the team, but it's just his catching is just – it's uh, – I want to say it's uncomparable, but it's just, you know, he's just – he's been here for so long. He knows the players. He knows he, he knows baseball. He's He's a captain. Like, he's literally the captain, so – I would say that, you know, other guys need to step up, like maybe before he bats or, you know, j- just something. But, you know, 
I, I, I do see where you're coming from. You know, Austin Barnes batting under 100. You know, it's just it's not going to work in postseason. No, uh, again though, the Dodgers' record when Will Smith is not in the lineup is just not as good as when he is in the lineup. Uh, of course, yeah. he caught 12 innings last night. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he should be in there tomorrow for the day game to catch uh, Dustin May. And hopefully the Dodgers come out on top of a series with that one. But, uh, again, Jason Hayward hit third tonight. I don't know why Jason Hayward hit third. And that's what I'm saying. When Will Smith is out of the lineup, the, the lineup is just uh, just a cluster. Just a, It's just a cluster of guys. And Jason Hayward should not be anywhere near the third hole. Uh, it's just not good. Um, and it's obviously you see today they mustered up one run versus the Twins, and that's not going to get it done. So I, I do want to see Will Smith in there more than he is. I get he's a catcher and all, but I would love to see the other numbers on catchers in the big leagues and see how often they're playing in the lineup. So uh, find a way to get the, Will Smith in there. Yeah, I mean, the, the Dodgers did have their chance to win tonight. They left a lot of runners on base, a lot of runners on base. Like, we had bases loaded with two outs. Chris Taylor pinch hit, flew out to center field. Um, Freddie Freeman, I don't think it was a triple, but I think he had a double, and then he advanced on a ground ball, and there was one out. So it was one out with Freddie Freeman on third. He was left there the rest of that inning. So, like, the, the, the Dodgers definitely had their chances to put more runs on the board. So I just there – was, there was slack all around. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. The, the lineup is just – it doesn't inspire me much confidence when, when I see Rojas and Muncie and, and Hayward and uh, Peralta. Peralta. Like, it doesn't give me much confidence that they're going to go out there and win the game if Will Smith is not in the lineup. That's my biggest issue. And they're going to keep dropping games. That's not going to be good. So they got to figure that out there. Um, uh, of course, Kershaw got the, the loss tonight. His first loss at home in two years. So – in been, two years. Yeah, it had been a wow. while. Yeah, that's – I didn't know that. I did not know that. And, you know, Kershaw was going through a tough time tonight. It, in person, it did seem like he was in his head a lot for most of the game. Uh, one specific play, Kershaw threw it three times to the first base bag. When is Clayton Kershaw going to forget about a pitch clock? No, it's not a pitch clock violation, but with the new rules in set motion now, you can only pick off twice, and on the third one, if he's not out, the runner can advance. It's it's clarified as a balk. So technically, legally, Kershaw did a balk like that, and the runner was able to advance. And I was a little mad at that. Like I was watching that happen the whole time. I said to myself when he threw that second one to Fre- to Freeman, I was like, okay, now on this third one, he has to get him, or else he's advancing. Like I said that out loud, and sure enough, he did it. And I was like, like 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 what was that? Like so. I'm I'm pretty sure he was in his head a lot tonight, and you know we we hope we hope Kershaw comes back uh, healthy. You know, just feeling positive, feeling in that recovery mode. But you know, like I said, he was in his head tonight. Yeah, he was in his head. I think Dave Roberts expressed that same feeling, like he was. Uh, I forget what he what he said exactly, but he said he wasn't himself. Let's just say that he just wasn't himself, and um, of course, coming off. 
the loss of his mother, that's just unexplainable. So, uh, you know, you, you just wish him all the best. Like, he gets through this time. You know, if he needs to take time off, he could take time off. But apparently, I don't think he will. I think he'll be with the team on his upcoming road trip. Um, I heard that he was taking a two-week bereavement to, uh, leave. The last I heard, they said that he's going to make his next start on the road. Oh, so, okay. So maybe he maybe he changed his mind then. Or... Yeah. Um, but okay, we'll, that's cool. We'll see how that goes. We'll keep monitoring the Kershaw situation. Um, tomorrow, next up for the Dodgers, a matinee 12 o'clock game versus the Twins. Uh, the other match, of course, like we mentioned, it'll be Sonny Gray going for Minnesota and Dustin May going for Los Angeles. Another great Wednesday matinee matchup. It should be a good game. Uh, let's just hope the Dodgers score some runs and, and back up Dustin May to get that sixth series win in a row. Yeah. Um, Dustin May is usually a, a – uh, he has the velo. Uh, I would say his control is a little, like, out there. You know, it's something he could work on. But he, he's one of our great starters. He's going to be our one of our future aces. And like you said, let's just hope the Dodgers get enough runs out there to support him. Uh, Sonny Gray is starting tomorrow, so hopefully we see James Altman starting over Hayward or Peralta. Uh, so maybe we see like Chris Taylor, Peralta, or I'm sorry, Chris Taylor, Altman, and Betts in the outfield maybe. So I'm looking forward to that as well. You know, Altman I think needs a, a bit more reps. This this Twin series he really hasn't started and. He's only had yet Monday's night game. He had that one at bat. He pinch hit it and struck out. And then tonight, I believe he had three at bats. So he's been. Uh, they haven't really been using him as much. Yeah, James Altman. I think he's in a little bit of a slump, but play the yeah, man. I was like, play him. Get him. Yeah, in like there. let him get out of it. Yeah. So. I don't know why he's not playing as much, but that's Dave Roberts for you guys. So uh, let's hope the Dodgers come away with a series win and we talk about a good series win on Friday along with their next road trip that they will embark on on Thursday. So Wednesday is a getaway day. Uh, They will fly to St. Louis for four games with the Cardinals who have been playing a lot better baseball of late. So that series will not be easy. Cardinals and Dodgers always have some pretty good games. After that, they will fly over to Atlanta for three games. Uh, the top team, along with the Dodgers in the National League, the Dodgers and Braves, uh, could easily go at it again this postseason. So that is going to be a tough uh, series to well. Of course, Freddie Freeman uh, is always emotional. I, I think he'll be emotional again back in Atlanta. So that should be a series to watch. And uh, Tampa Bay, they will head to Tampa Bay after Atlanta for another tough series with the Rays. Again, the best team in baseball to this point. So a 10-game road trip, uh, a season-long 10-game road trip. Uh, it's important to get off on the right foot here, get this one tomorrow. And, uh, again, they're going to have a tough road ahead of them. Yeah, facing the facing the Cardinals, who are coming out of their little team slump, uh, and then traveling straight to Atlanta, face the – the Braves are first place in the East, right? It's not the uh, yes, yeah. So it's not the first. It's definitely not the Phillies, and then the Mets are metting. So I think the Braves have a clear first place right now, and then the Rays. So you know, back to back to back teams. You know, they're all very very good, and we're gonna this little road trip. We're really gonna see what this team is made out of when.
they play postseason teams. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough trip. Um, I'd say six and four would be pretty good. Come out, you know, above five hundred. That's a W. Uh, it's a long trip versus tough teams. Go out six and four. I think that's a W. Yeah, seven and three. That's phenomenal. I think so. Uh, anything better than six and four is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be an exciting trip. I look forward to this next trip. Uh, some pretty good teams there. Uh, get away a little bit and uh, some team bonding. So, uh, any final thoughts uh, before we wrap this up? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say was the so it's like it's a three game series, three game series, and then three game series, or one of those uh, series is four. Oh, the Cardinals is four. The Cardinals is four, and then Braves raised three and three. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. So the Cardinals are definitely a fun team. That should be interesting. And uh, besides that, um, thank you Noah Syndergaard for the autograph. I had uh, I'd gone that earlier during BP. I don't. I don't know if I mentioned that or not earlier in the podcast, but earlier at today's game, I did I did happen to get Noah Syndergaard's autograph. So thank you so much for your time on that. If you do end up hearing this at some point in time, Syndergaard, uh, I'm really sorry for dropping the ball that many times on you. You know, I probably shouldn't have been recording, but, you know, it was in the moment. Pretty excited right there to get that. So thank you for that. And other than that, that is it for me. Go Dodgers, and uh, like I uh, just hope Kershaw comes back fully ready to go. Yeah, uh, hopefully I get to meet Noah Syndergaard sometime soon this year. That would be pretty cool, or some other Dodgers. But, uh, yeah, that with that being said, that's going to be all for us. Uh, we appreciate everybody for listening on in. Uh, make sure to follow, and uh, have a good rest of your day, and go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. Have a good one, everybody.